0: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James is Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! No, it's here. It's here. It's here. Talking movies with, with Brian, Brian Lutake. Lutake. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to 2022, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki and today we're taking the red pill and plugging back in to the Matrix Resurrections. They taught you good made you believe their world was all you deserved. But some part of you knew that was a lie. Some part of you remembered what was real. It's so easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. Something else makes the same kind of noise. War. I still know Kung Fu. Return to a world of two realities. One, everyday life. The other, what lies behind it. To find out if his reality is a construct to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the White Rabbit once more. Written by the team of David Mitchell and Alexander Heman and directed by Lana Wachowski, The Matrix Resurrection stars Keanu Reeves as Neo, Carrie-Anne Moss as Trinity, Yaya Abdul Mateen II as Morpheus, Jonathan Groff as Smith, and features Jessica Henwick, Neil Patrick Harris, Jada Pinkett Smith, Priyanka Chopra Jonas, and Christina Ricci. This movie is getting extremely mixed reviews. While some people absolutely love it, others are mocking it for being an unnecessary cash grab. Well, what I have to say to those that are mocking it, you clearly missed the point of the entire movie. Resurrections is well aware of exactly what it is, an unnecessary cash grab that was going to happen with or without the Wachowski's involvement. The movie even says so early on, which makes this entire 148-minute feature, a giant tongue-in-cheek slash slap in the face, at Hollywood for continuing to reboot franchises they don't need to be in order to cash a quick, check. While some of it is subtle, there are still lines like, I'm sure you can understand why your beloved parent company Warner Brothers has decided to make a sequel to the trilogy. If you go in expecting a return to the first Matrix and a groundbreaking film with new filming techniques, an original-ish story, and a CGI love affair, then you're going to be disappointed. That's not what this movie is. This is a reboot, reimagining, rebranding, revisit to the Matrix that nobody asked for except for a giant faceless studio head that decided that this is what you wanted. And so So the original creator returned with the majority of the original cast and decided to poke fun at Hollywood's inability to come up with original material. The Wachowskis movies have always been chock full of symbolism, easter eggs, underlying stories, and personal truths. And this movie is no different. So if you haven't seen this movie, just know what you're going to see and understand the reason for its existence and you may enjoy it more. And if you have seen it and you disagree with me, then again, you clearly missed the point. As for this movie itself, the acting is exactly what you would expect. The action is intense and includes a ton of callbacks. It's a more modern, shiny, imperfect film, and it fits the mold exactly as it intended. I give The Matrix Resurrections a B. New year, new you, so go to the professionals and make sure you do it right. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannot! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's just say it's a little bit light, as it's the start of a new year. So let's kick it off into the rumor mill. Fans have been calling for Norman Reedus to take on the role of Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. Ghost Rider, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Given the actor's love for motorcycles and his ability to play a tough guy loner, it seems like an open-and-shut case. You want blood? I get it. Take it from me, man. to the rumors, the fact that Norman Reedus himself on Instagram and Twitter has been liking posts where fans have called for the hiring. As of right now, nothing has been confirmed either way, but with Reedus liking the comments, it seems he'd be happy to step in the shoes once worn by Nicolas Cage and Gabriel Luna as the spirit of vengeance himself. Following teaming up again in The Matrix Resurrections, Carrie-Anne Moss has stated she would love to join Keanu Reeves in the John Wick series, and said that she would love to play an assassin in an upcoming film. She also wouldn't be the first person to show up in a John Wick film, as Lawrence Fishburne, who had played Morpheus in the first three Matrix films, joined Keanu Reeves in the John Wick franchise. Long live the king. The next installment, John Wick Chapter 4, recently had its release date shifted to March 24th of 2023. In the Fast franchise, Dwayne Johnson has officially smashed all hopes of fans for him returning to the franchise. It doesn't matter what. Back in November, Vin Diesel extended a very awkwardly public invitation to Dwayne to return as secret agent Lucas Hobbs for the next and final entry in the franchise. The caption itself read, quote, The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There's not a holiday that goes by that they and you don't send well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach the manifest, the best Fast in the finale that is, 10. Well, during a recent interview with CNN, Jonathan responded to the request, and while he wishes the Fast Casting crew well, he... Dec- it doesn't matter what you son- He declined the offer and even criticized Diesel for voicing an invite on social media after the two already reached an agreement in private. He said, quote, I told him directly that I would not be returning to the franchise. I was firm yet cordial with my words and said that I would always be supportive of the cast and always root for the franchise to be successful, but that there was no chance I would return. Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. I didn't like that he brought up his children in the post as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken months ago about this and came to a clear understanding. Johnson. Joined the franchise in 2011's Fast Five, which many believe to be the best installment of the franchise itself. Toretto, I'll see you soon. Now you will At first, Hobbs was a rival to Dominic Toretto, but he eventually joined the family. He then appeared in the sixth, seventh, and eighth installment. But by his last outing, a very public rift between him and Diesel began to play out, and that's how we got here today. You better hide that big ass forehead. I <laughs> was just joking. After 2017's The Fate of the Furious, Johnson bowed out and teamed up with Jason Statham in the spin-off Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and Furious 10 is currently set to hit theaters on April 7th of 2023. Kim Kardashian has done the one thing you're never supposed to do, and that is spoiled a superhero franchise movie to her 274 million fans. What the On Monday night, Kardashian posted photos of Spider-Man No Way Home while watching the new Marvel blockbuster. Well, I won't go into what exactly it is that she spoiled, and despite the fact that this film is the highest grossing film in Sony history, fans are still unimpressed nonetheless. One of the tweets reads, quote, I thought the Spider-Man ending would get ruined from a lot of places on social media for me, but never in Kim Kardashian's Insta stories. Nothing says privilege like getting a movie in your own private theater and spoiling it for those of us who are trying to stay home and safe. Oh my god! (laughs) Hey, <laughs> hey. Part of wrapping up 2021 means we start to get to see a little bit of the bigger picture when it comes to the box office. And Marvel did exactly that, apparently. According to The rap, 30% of total US box office was made up by Marvel Films. Marvel began their impressive run with the release of Black Widow, which took in $183.6 million domestically by the end of its run, which was then followed by Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which took home $224.5 million. And while Venom, let there be carnage, may not be 100% MCU, it still took home a $90 million debut before finishing its run with $212.5 million. The MCU returned in November with the release of The Eternals, which brought in $164.6 million. Marvel also received a huge boost from Spider-Man No Way Home, which pulled in a massive $609.8 million and counting. We are officially in 2022, so let's take a brief look at all of the big upcoming blockbusters that you can expect this year. One of the first big releases will be Scream, which releases in January 14th, followed by Morbius on January 28th. The Jackass crew reunites for Jackass Forever on February 4th, while Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg go treasure hunting in Uncharted on February 18th. Matt Reeves' The Batman comes out on March 4th, while Fantastic Beasts The Secrets of Dumbledore releases on April 15th. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will kick off the Marvel Cinematic Universe for 2022 on May 6th, while Top Gun Maverick which flies into theaters on May 27th. Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard return for Jurassic World Dominion on June 10th, while shockingly we return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe on July 8th for Thor Love and Thunder. Jordan Peele's directed horror film Nope comes on July 22nd, while Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam it doesn't matter what your name is. releases on July 29th. Tom Cruise continues a big 2022 as returning as Ethan Hunt in the Mission Impossible 7 film on September 30th, well, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 releases on October 7th. On October 14th, Halloween ends, while on November 4th we enter the Flashpoint with The Flash. Also in November, we will get Black Panther Wakanda Forever Wakanda Forever! <laughs> Well, December 16th is a busy day with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom as well as Avatar 2 both releasing. And finally, we end today on sad news you've all heard, but we all should continue mourning. Beloved golden girl Betty White has passed away at the age of 99, just a few weeks shy of turning 100. Betty was recognized in 2013 by the Guinness Book of World Records as the female entertainer with the longest television career ever. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at At Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, the choice is an illusion. You already know what you have to do. Thank you.